Welcome back to another episode of After the Checkered, a weekly F1 podcast. No dad joke tonight, so you know what that means. I'm rolling solo as Koi is out sick. My guess, probably a little bit too much Halloween candy, you know, taking that dad tax from his kid's candy. Uh, beers on the podcast tonight, well, since I'm rolling solo, no beers, but I did have two new beers over the weekend that I really liked, wanted to chat about a little bit. Uh, the first one that I had was a Four Hands Mighty Pines. First time having this, uh, it's an IPA, has a slight citrus flavor to it. It was a really good take on an IPA. Usually this time of the year, I'm kind of done with the IPAs, but this one was pretty good. The other one I had is uh, Firestone's Mocha Nitro Stout. So it's made with coffee, cocoa nibs, and vanilla. Fantastic nitro stout uh, to kick off stout season. Not even kick off. We're, we're in the hardest stout season. Um, it's also one that comes in the cans that calls for the hard pour. So I don't know why I always like doing the hard pours. Um, kind of goes against everything that you've heard about pouring a beer in a glass. But we can move right along to racing. So we had the Mexican GP this past weekend. Um, we'll kick it off with qualifying. So qualifying started. Alonzo had an odd spin out causing a yellow at the end of Q1 which led on to the big surprise is Lando Norris doesn't make the cut and is out of Q1. Uh, moving along to Q2, Alex Albon makes a great push at the end to move on to Q3, but quickly we learn that he exceeded the track limits and his time was deleted, thus knocking him out in Q2, and moving Zhao into Q3, putting two Alfa Romeos into Q3, as uh, Valtteri Bottas made it as well. Another uh, unfamiliar name to Q3 recently was Danny Rick. He made it into Q3, and Danny Rick actually had a pretty good weekend. Um, Good to see him bounce back in the second race back. Moving on to Q3, we see Ferrari finish 1-2 with uh, Charles Leclerc qualifying first, Carlos Sainz in second, Max Verstappen in third, Danny Rick in fourth, and the home driver to the Mexico GP, Sergio Perez, qualifies fifth. Um, on to race day. So before the race even started, before the race weekend even happened, we kind of talked about it on last week's podcast that there are some security concerns and uh, Max Verstappen had to have some bodyguards and made some some threats that were made against him. Um, but it turns out it was probably Charles Leclerc that needed the uh, the bodyguards and he might need to going forward after what happened. So we'll get on to the race. Uh, the Ferraris get a good start, but Max gets an incredible start and immediately passes science and starts battling Leclerc for first. Right behind him is uh, Checo. He gets a great start as well, pushes right up, and he's making a making a push for first place as well. However, Checo goes to the outside, um, putting Leclerc in between the two Red Bulls. Checo cuts in, gives Leclerc no room whatsoever, forces contact, um, sends Checo airborne, spinning out into the uh, overrun, and ends his day. We quickly see on lap two or three or whatever they're working on the car in the pits, they ultimately decide to retire the car. Um, to, to me, the, the, this is Checo's fault. Um, Leclerc had the line. Checo goes three wide. I don't know if he he knew that they were going three wide, but he cuts in. Leclerc literally had no room to go because he had Max on the other side, who was in his rightful spot. Uh, Leclerc couldn't go anywhere. He didn't even turn the wheels. Checo hits him. Like I said, sends the car airborne. Fans gave Leclerc quite the boo, and and uh, uh, Leclerc even tried to apologize and explain it at the end. The fans weren't hearing it. The um, the boo birds rained down on him. So um, if anybody's listening that was, was one of those booing him, it, it was not Leclerc's fault. That was on Checo. And you all know I am a Checo fan. Um, after that, not not a real not a lot happening until around lap 33. K-Mag has a nasty wreck. Um, at first, it kind of was like, you know, what, what happened? But uh, watching the replay, something on the left rear tire gives way. Something breaks uh, while he's making a right-hand turn. So... 
immediately brakes, sends the car in almost like a 90 degree left-hand turn. Luckily he spins out of it and doesn't go head first into the barrier, but does clip the barrier, not clip the barrier, smashes into the barrier, damages the barrier, car's destroyed, car actually even catches fire. And uh, it was first a yellow flag and then it brought out a red flag. Um, with that red flag, we did get a second start on lap 36. Max got a huge start. Science had to defend pretty well because Hamilton was pushing hard and Science did a great job defending him. Ultimately, around lap 40, though, it would be too much. Hamilton makes a great pass on Carlos Science to take second place. Um, Lando Norris, you know, he didn't make it out of Q1, started, I think, the race 17th. Before the restart, carved his way up to, I want to say, like ninth or eighth, something around there. Had a great drive. Second restart happens, or second start happens, and he just comes out flat, drops back four spots, four or five spots, like back to 14th almost immediately. Um, not a good look for him, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about him as the race goes on. Um, Yuki Tsunoda was driving a little reckless this weekend. Uh, we saw him battling with Oscar Piastri, makes a little contact with him on, I think it was like turn one or turn two. And no harm, no foul. Both cars seem to get away without damage. Uh, lap later, he does it again with Piastri, but this time spends himself out. He goes into the runoff, almost the same spot that Checo goes off and uh, sets him back quite a ways. Towards the end of the race, uh, Lance Stroll makes contact with Botas. You know, this wouldn't be a after the Checker weekly F1 podcast without talking about Lance Stroll getting in some sort of accident. Ends his day, almost made it to the end, didn't quite cut it. Um, I think the announcers called it clumsy driving, which that's uh, probably accurate. Um, Max wins, Hamilton in second, Leclerc third, Sainz fourth, Lando in fifth. So this is where I wanted to talk about Lando Norris, and it's going to go right into my driver of the day. So Lando Norris is my driver of the day. You know, he started 17th, works his way up, restart happens, has a bad restart, falls back to 14th, fights his way back, makes a bunch of clean passes, clean racing, works his way up to fifth. I mean, just incredible. I really think that if he would have had a decent qualifying, he could have been battling for second, possibly, you know, third, possibly second, you know, podium spot for sure. You know, coming in fifth was was not bad given where he started. Um, I could have said that Danny Rick was my driver of the day, just, you know, his his overall qualifying being a second race back. Everyone kind of was like, oh, my gosh, with Liam Lawson, like, is he going to be able to fill those shoes? Danny, Danny looked great, uh, you know, his qualifying spot. And then even in the race, he did fall back and he finished seventh, but second race back finishing seventh, he looked good. Uh, but Norris was just too, too good. And, and Norris is the, the obvious choice in my eyes onto the forgettable drive. It, um, it's gotta be Checo for me. You know, you're in front of your home crowd, you have a decent qualifying, you make a good start to the race and it seems like that he's going to be battling for it, but then makes up, uh, regrettable decision in that turn sends himself airborne wrecks the car out and he knew it you know when they were in the pits showing him retiring the car he was just pounding the steering wheel I think he was just mad at himself mad at the situation I don't know just not a good look and I was really hoping after the last few races that Checo was going to turn it around and we were going to see this home stretch of the season him him really turn it around and there's still time with the Brazilian GP coming up and with the Vegas race and, you know, the rest of the races, there's still time for him to turn it around. But this was, this was the race that I had circled on the calendar that like, this was going to be his like, all right, I'm not done yet. Red Bull can't give up on me. I'm going to, I'm going to do great here. And, and just, just did not. So forgettable drive, unfortunately is Checo, but I'm still, still supporting him. He's still my driver. You know, I'm still a Checo fan. So hoping he turns it around and, and, I, and I have faith in him. Uh, the next race is going to be this weekend. It's the Brazilian Grand Prix. 
obviously Koi's not here. You know how I feel about the uh, the names of these races, so I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm not even going to try to say it. I'll wait for Koi to talk about it next week. Um, this this weekend also is going to include a sprint race. You know, after last podcast, I don't think we need to get into how I or Koi feel about the sprint races. We we went into enough about that. But I did want to point out that Lewis Hamilton made some comments today or yesterday that he thinks that we should be doing, or they should be doing, not we, I'm not on the grid, that they should be doing the reverse order for the sprint races. Now, his was because he always seems to do pretty well at those, but, you know, just had to point out that him and I have similar thoughts about it that we agree. It should be the, the reverse order. Getting back to the race, though, the upcoming race, We'll look back at 2022, we saw George Russell win, Hamilton in second, Sainz in third, and Max Verstappen all the way back in sixth, Checo in seventh. So maybe maybe we'll get a, a little surprise, of some, some decent racing, and maybe a new winner, or a different winner, I should say, this weekend. Um, unfortunately, though, my, my prediction is going to be Max wins. Uh, I think the two Mercs are going to be on the podium. If I had to pick, I'll say Hamilton second, Russell in third. But my bold prediction is going to be Danny Rick is in the top five and Yuki Sonoda is in the top ten. Another thing to watch out for this weekend is uh, Max Verstappen does have the opportunity to break a 71-year-old F1 record, which is the highest win percentage in an F1 season. The record right now is uh, from 1952, and I don't remember the driver, but won six of the eight rounds at a 75% win, um, win record, yeah. So, so far in 2023, Max has won 16 of the 19 races and his win percentage is currently at like 84%, I think is what I saw. And if he wins one of the final three rounds in either Brazil, Las Vegas, or Abu Dhabi, he will definitely break the uh, the, the 71-year-old record and, and come in above 75%. So if he just wins 17 of the 22 races, he would have, I think, uh, I'm looking this up right now, like around a 77% win percentage. So even if it doesn't happen this weekend, I can almost guarantee that it's going to happen <laughs> at some point this season. So just another another record that that Max could break, something worth watching for, I guess. I know I kind of went through that uh, quickly with the uh, Mexican GP re recap and then also with the Brazilian GP coming up. It's, you know, a little bit harder to do it by myself. It goes a little bit quicker. Don't get that fun banter, but hoping Koi feels better and, and I'm sure we'll see him get him back on the podcast next weekend or next week. Unrelated to Formula One, I do want to give a shout out to St. Louis City SC. We had our first playoff game. Uh, unfortunately, it did not go well against Sporting Kansas City, but we got another chance this Sunday. So, Good luck to the to St. Louis City SC, and I'm hoping that we force that game three and ultimately move on in the playoffs. Um, last week, I also talked about the show Billions. I did watch the season, the series finale. Thought it was great. If anybody hasn't checked it out, like I said, it was a, a great series, and I think the series finale was really good. Better than most, I think, that um, most series finales that we have seen in the, the recent past. And I think that'll wrap things up for this week as I don't really have anything else to talk about. I will talk to you all next week. Like I said, hope Koi's back. And see you.